0: And welcome to another episode of Buffs and Nurse. I'm your host, Sam Hall, along with the other host with the most. I mean, I guess you have to say that every time you say someone's a host. Andrew Lanza. Andrew Lanza, how are you today? It rhymes. I mean, it's it, it's it's there. You're just going to say it. Yeah, it's like whenever you say something's the host, like instantly you feel it in like the most. And like when you hear, ever you hear anyone say, it's hot in here, like if you're of my age and my generation, you can mumble under your breath, the Nelly, so take off all your clothes. Like. Anytime anyone says it's hot in here, that just fills in perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I'm good. I'm glad uh, to hear it. I'm I'm,
1: ba- I'm back from from a, a little vacay. Uh, did you enjoy your time? Yep,
0: Lot, lots of good fam time. Fresh as a daisy, as it were.
1: Mm. Did you see a
0: daisy where you were? <sighs> good question. They're like don't white think so. flowers. Yeah, I yeah, think, with the yellow. With the, yellow and center, the Yeah.
1: I don't think so, but
0: I mean, wow. they're they're probably around. They were probably around. Your story's not holding up. It's it's falling apart under questioning. Anyway, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh it's been a kind of busy week at work, so I've been enjoying just chilling with some video games, almost exclusively Division and two. And yeah, but beyond <laughs> that, there you have to make the distinction when you say the division. Like it's not like Destiny where you say, What are you I'm playing Destiny. You're like, oh, you're playing Destiny Two. Like they just you have to mention because there's the subset that plays Division One and the subset that plays Division Two. Most people play Division Two. But I feel with those two games, you have to make more of a distinction between yeah, the two. Yeah, they're all, they're very,
1: they're like, obviously they're like one, like sequel, like Division 2 is the sequel to Division 1. But like, yeah. they're very different games. Yeah,
0: yeah. Unlike Destiny, well, I mean, Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 do have differences, but Destiny 2 feels more like a natural, like it almost feels just like a very large expansion on Destiny 1 that reset everything, obviously. Mm -hmm. But Division 2 definitely feels like a separate game from Division 1 that just happens to have the same mechanics, sort of thing. Yeah, and like Division 2 is also like
1: bringing back a lot of stuff from Division 1, be be it like locations, strikes, Mm -hmm. weapons, armor, whatever. You mean Destiny 2, not Division 2. Sorry. Yes, my
0: apologies. uh, Destiny 2.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway. (laughs) You know what? It's good we had that little talk about that because that's going to be the topic of our podcast today. But before we get to the topic, game news—you got anything? I have. I have been off the grid for like the last like five days, so and I don't pay attention. So <laughs> here we are. Okay, so that was the shortest uh, video game news section we ever had. I looked at the time That's was the literally news. Brought to you by busted nerfs. 12 seconds of news. There you go. Good night, everybody. I'm sure there was probably big news. Like, as I said, I was just completely <laughs>
1: off the grid. Like, I was, like, my phone was away pretty much that. We missed something
0: like, Japan and USA and EU sign anti-video game legislation. Video games are now illegal and forced underground. It's like, oh, did that happen? I don't remember that. I was I was, I was playing a lot of Division. Okay, so that's the news done with. And now we're going to move on to the topic, which, since we were talking about Division and Divi- De- Destiny, is fitting. Now, for the last year of this podcast, I think this is our one-year anniversary. We started in August, didn't we? Am I right about that? Did we? I feel like we did. I might be a little off on the date, but I feel like we did. I'm sure oh we could God. just look that up. But wow, I think we, should, we should have done something. Well, I guess we're doing this. This is This is it. And in a weird way, if you know <laughs> us, this is a great anniversary thing. So... For this last year, we've done a bunch of lists and we've talked about video games that we've liked, video games we didn't like, things we enjoyed, things we didn't like, trending, all these sorts of things. So we've talked about all these video games across very different genres. And I was thinking, so what we're going to do in this episode is something a little different, a little outside the box, you will. If you will. You will? If you will. Uh, so what we're going to do today, Andrew and I are going to discuss. We have not talked to each other prior to the podcast about this topic, though we are aware of what the topic is. And the topic is this. We're going to design a video game. No budgets or anything like that, but just uh, saying what we'd like in an optimal video game. Now, I we aren't creating a video game from scratch out of all the possibilities, genres, and such like that. For this episode, we're talking about shooter looters. As you know, Andrew and I are big fans of the Destiny and Division franchise. Andrew likes Destiny more. I like Division more. We're, and what we're going to do today is we're going to talk and try to design... A game see if we can come up with something that would be feasible playable and it's almost like a little thought experiment if you're looking for a hot take on current video games or trends this is not that episode this is going to be freewheeling discussing we have a list of what i'd like to get to but no it doesn't have to be done in any particular order so yeah let us begin it's like metaphysical jazz man uh yes i it's like a cosmic gumbo (laughs) I feel like you're referencing something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, just, what just is, move on. What is that? Is, is that oh is that Dirk gently no that's a specific I well mean, i know it, every it, time i say it's lunch i say time is an illusion which i say way more than you would think in your presence you instantly go at lunchtime doubly so which is that's uh, not Dirk gently though that's oh, that's, that's uh, what you'll call it it's hit, douglas adams hit, like, yeah, hitchhikers, hit, yeah yeah hitchhikers yeah.
1: i can't i mean if you if you set me up for that you can't you can't expect me to not knock him down you can't roll your eyes when i knock him down
0: oh no i agree i i actually uh i mean i Still, do roll my eyes. I'm just like that. I if if something is funny and I didn't say it, I roll my eyes. And I'm disgusted that I didn't hit it. But yeah, oh, so let's talk a game thing now. Before we get into the mechanics, let's let's start with the creativity part, the fun part, the shooting, just like talking. So, what's the setting for our game, Andrew? What are your thoughts? What 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 do you think would be a good setting for the? I've got an idea. What's your idea? I, I'm like,
1: I'm gonna kind of have to go with like Earth like kind of like a post-apocalyptic earth mm-hmm. like maybe kind of like a cyberpunky, like mm-hmm. a cross between uh cyberpunk uh what was what was the city in cyberpunk oh night city night city okay it's like it's kind of like night city but like post-apocalyptic so it's like night city's thriving and they have kind of like maybe like a barrier mm-hmm. around the city and then like outside the city there's like virulent monsters or like um aliens or some sort of some sort of enemy anyway that's that's what i'm going for you can kind of have those like outrunning neon like like synthwave mm-hmm. vibes go, going through the city but it's like kind of like it's on the backdrop of this like post-apocalyptic um you know humanity is kind of like banded together maybe not the last city maybe there's like pockets of humanity around the world but uh yeah they're, they're 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 clinging on for deep, deep uh dear life almost like maybe even like a little bit kind of like attack on titany where you have like the the Walden city obviously not like kind of like medieval Germany oh Speaking of Germany, I said the last Pokemon games were based on Germany. I got called out for that. They're based on Britain, like Great Britain and England.
0: Wow. I got called out. I would like to officially apologize. Wow. Okay, Say- so nine minutes and 10 seconds in, we have to stop the podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you like my <laughs> refinery,
1: Anyways, go on. I, I don't know, I don't know why I thought Germany, but I was like, yep, I said it with such uh, conviction anyway. But yeah, so kind of like a walled-in city, mm-hmm. n- new uh, uh night city like walled in some sort of threat on the outside, be they zombies, virulent monsters, aliens, giant baby humans, ala Attack on Titan, I don't know. You could you maybe a mixture, maybe there's a coalition of all of them. Hell, right. let's do it. Uh how about you men? What, what
0: what what do you think? What? I, the set your uh, set the perfect game would be set in. My setting is weirdly kind of like yours in a sense because okay, so here's my idea. So what happens is Earth is either now this is where where I was going to choose between the two and what hap- uh, two ideas. One just pure invaded by aliens or other forces, but the one I liked more is sort of like Earth suffers some kind of dimensional metaphysical problem kind of thing like some kind of science thing like a string giant string goes through the earth from the string theory or something like that you know somebody just kind of go oh uh it's magical but it's physics-based magic kind of shit and what it is you is sell so- it with a dope cutscene. you can get anything yeah, across exactly so basically the long and the short is is that the earth has been invaded by sort of beings from other dimensions or some like it not necessarily just invaded from earth and it's more like an accident like these rifts have been opened between our world and these other worlds. Now, this leads to your whole idea of walled cities. Like, so humanity, a lot of the earth got destroyed, but humanity has managed to put it, the uh, surviving these two walled cities or sort of isolated uh, locations. Now, I wouldn't want to do a straight, there's only one place that's left on earth like Destiny does. I'd love it to be sort of a regional thing. And then later on, this is jumping almost to the end of my list here, but expansions could introduce other regions. But what would be neat is I think, so you have a central base, for example, let's just call it the city. Even though it's so close to the last city. And the characters are based out of there. And then you go out and you do missions around the world. I, ha- I had one idea where Earth was basically taken over by these things. And you actually came from. It happened just far enough in the future that there were colonies on like the moon and Mars. And part of your background would be like, oh, my guy's from Mars. So he's got this ability skill set. And my guy's from the moon. So he's got this kind of shit, you know, like something like that. But I don't think that's too important. So I, I think what we should go with I like your idea in the merging it. So. Tell me if this sounds right to you, and if you want to change it a bit yourself, let me know. But there's few pockets of humanity left on Earth, and you're trying to reclaim the planet from these invader aliens. In my opinion, they're dimensional rift sort of things. Some are pure beast monsters. Some are... (laughs) Beast monsters. Beast monsters are monster beasts. No, wait, not monster beasts, but beast monsters. Monster beasts would be just, that's just stupid. That's ridiculous. But there's also some kind of slightly organized intelligent thing. So while you're fighting just like giant land squids that attack other times you're actually having like gunplay combat with other intelligent enemies that are shooting at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, yeah. They're it,
1: flanking, they're working in units, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Exactly. And then you so, also have like the berserker aliens that are just like rushing in and just, just fucking shit up. Like, yeah, exactly. Monster beasts or beastly esque monsters. It's, it's a bit of a cliche, but I'm thinking like the kind of like almost like that. Uh, oh, I wish I knew this uh, deep star Wars cut for the guy's name, but the guy who, uh was the the rancor's uh man, not manager owner like trainer trainer and, that's the word and, like,
1: that, and then when the rancor dies he's like crying and yeah, like, it's so like
0: did, did you know by the way there's a weird side okay so in in return of the jedi they uh luke throws a skull under a gate to keep it open and that skull is the reason he's around to survive and he lives blah blah blah, blah. you know like it, it that skull is so important And if you go on to, like, Wikipedia or whatever, that skull has a name. They have a backstory for that guy. Like, that guy is, like... I believe it. Yeah, fucking Star Wars guys. I love the fact that you guys just go crazy about... If something showed up on the screen, it's got a huge backstory to it. So, anyway, so what do you think of this idea thing? So, it's a setting. Invasion from another dimension, if you can live with that. There's monsters that are just straight up beast monsters not monster beast and enemies that are also uh intelligent gun weapon using enemies sort of thing how does that suit with you sounds perfect
1: all right i, I would also like to incorporate mm-hmm.
0: giant uh, like 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 baby giants well i mean we could have very very large monsters uh it would actually be kind of cool if one of the things was an exceptional challenge within the game isn't just uh kind of like you know games have like division has an Odessa, like a uh, public events or something. Once in a while, there's an attack by, like, a gigantic monster, and you have to, like... B- uh, we're gonna... We'll move on to combat in a second, but in the same like, so most of the enemies are kind of, like, you know, generally human size or, like, maybe the size of an elephant, but once in a while, this, like, thing the size of a building attacks, and you have to kind of, like, not just shoot it, but also, like, it's got weak spots on its back of its neck, so you actually have to climb up the thing and Take things out like that. Sort oh of thing. shit!
1: Kind of like uh, like a uh, Shadow uh, of the Colossus.
0: That's the game. Yeah, I was saying. I was saying like, oh god, what is that game?
1: And, and ooh, I I like that. That's actually a fucking cool idea. Kind of like Shadow of the Colossus, a little bit like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, how you have to like climb those yeah. like dinosaur things.
0: Exactly, and it wouldn't. It would be simple enough to do that. You could do it by like. I mean, I feel the game, the open world. Okay, I guess we actually have to now. Let's let's hold off on combat for one second because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there's a split between setting and combat. Combat's going to be important because I yeah we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Final thing about the setting is so you have your home base, like the city is essentially your. Base where you go back, you you can't fight, and you do things like you talk to vendors or upgrades, blah, 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 blah. Buy loot boxes. Buy loot boxes. So many loot boxes. Because, I mean, we're, we agree. We got to make we're money. Gonna, everything's got loot box. Like, if you want to go out a door, it costs a Everything door is key, a which box. is in a loot box. But you have to buy five loot boxes because your chance is one in five getting a key to get out of the city and actually play the game. I'm a marketing genius right now. So Even just guys so the game. like, Get this down. Get this down. Rewind. What did he say?
1: What did he say? Even just buying the game is a loot box in and of itself. Oh. When you oh, put yeah, down money for a game, game, it's like one in five chance of actually getting the game.
0: Yeah. The other four times you just get like, you know, some uh, cool ass uh, character skins. So <laughs> for a game <laughs> you don't own. <laughs> yeah, I'd tell you right now. Yet. Yeah, he's just like writing this down. <laughs> go, like, Come on. <laughs> <just> do <laughs> patent, go, pending, patent pending. Rewind it. Rewind it. Rewind. Maybe we want not be able to take this. So what I see is so we have the central base hub. If that makes uh cool with you, I think... you Do you agree with this idea? It's, it's, a, it's a trope in Shooter looters, but you, it. you need, it. It. You need it. A place where you can just chill and kind of whatever. You
1: kind of need that in every
0: game, almost. And what I see it as is there would be an open world around the city initially, which is sort of, let's say, the one kilometer out from the city, where what it is is since the, the city or the various cities as the game expands have, you know, good defenses... It's, you wouldn't see tough monsters there. That's more for like, oh, you know what? I got to grind uh, some kind of kill for a bounty or it's sort of It'd be an interesting little world to explore, but it's not super tough. What I see the expansion being then is, is like, okay, get in the jet copter or the ornithopter dune reference and you head out to a region and what would be great since you have the entire world to play with you're not just being like oh we're in a forest you'd be like bam this mission takes place in the sahara you know like and bam this one takes place in a jungle this one's in the arctic this one's you know in the ruins of toronto you know like that kind of thing like it would be a you sold me at ruins of toronto uh, oh yeah i can't wait till this city is wasted are we talking I about the just, same I thing want, i just want to play a game set toronto oh, other, God, than so Pilgrim. other than scott other than scott i would that. love an open like I, it's funny when I'm, pl- I'm on a big division two kick right now because that game is fucking great and i'm like i love this and everyone's while, i'm just like man wouldn't this be great if this was in toronto like it's like ooh, you you're entering rosedale district you know it's like ah, oh, fuck but yeah so basically the setting is open world central hub uh kind of a little open worldish area around the central hub and then large individual open worlds that are various environments like uh and since this since this is taking place a little bit in the future i don't see this as happening today this could happen like in a hundred years time maybe it's something to do with like uh the oh hold on a second so they're trying to fight climate change it mostly goes well but then somebody gets does something weird and that causes the uh the rifts to open but whatever also i think i just described a a role-playing game from the 90s like a tabletop role-playing game called rift world if i remember doesn't matter um and then you go out on missions whether they're sort of strikes or you know bounty level or a full-on raid that take place in different environments around the planet as you try to reclaim it so we're cool with that so what do you think of that any final yeah, thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, as far as, like, around the setting, too, I, I like kind of um having, like, NPCs also out in the world where, like, yeah. you can kind of, like, stumble upon, like, little encampments. There's mm-hmm. little quest givers. You may have found, like, a, a bounty board out there something They'd like that.
0: They'd be random. They wouldn't be, like, little patrol. Like, oh, I know there's always a guy hiding in this cave who t- wants me to do something. Be, well, like, like, once you could have, have both. You could have both. Like, both like yeah. there's
1: like you like stumble upon like you know whatever like a little village of like whatever a couple of houses and there's just like somebody in there who's like yeah. oh i got a little
0: quest for you you're in open plains there until you see a little fire and it turns out there's just randomly uh generated campfire guy who's like oh you know what there's four uh monster beasts nearby go take care of them sorry beast monsters
1: yeah exactly and they have that in like they have that in games like like red yeah. dead has that and shit well um, i'm not Sorry, yeah, I, just yeah, ahead,
0: a, I just want to say I'm, we're not here to make a game that is vastly different and breaking the mold. No, no, of course. You know, of course. We're I'm have just, stuff I'm in just here throwing out a We're cherry picking sure. from things we like to make the game that we super would like. Oh, yeah. So, it's like it's like fucking mm-hmm. Megazord the game. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to agree. And do they fight in Megazord? Uh, yeah, the Power Rangers, they like put together the different They always fight Zords. Megazord?
1: No, no, Megazord is like, is is their, their robot that they like. That they,
0: they form into. Yes. For a fight. To fight, yes. Well, that's good because now we're going to talk about combat. Combat in this game. Now, the first question. Creep this segway. is a. The, uh, thank you. Yeah, no, you played right into it, and I appreciate it. You, 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 you lobbed me the nice underhand pitch, and I knocked it out of the park. We're fucking uh, athletes over here. It's out of here. It's, it's so good. So, combat type. Now, the first question is a very basic one. How are we looking at this world? Are we going to see it first person or third person? I know which I prefer. But I'd like to hear you first. I prefer,
1: honestly, the way Destiny does it. First person, like, most of the time. And then in, like, the hub world is third person, so you can see your shit. Also, if you, like, use your super or, like, you pick something up or you use a sword, you always go third person. I like that. I like predominantly first person. And then once in a while, it goes third person. Like, if you're maybe in a vehicle, it'll go third person. Hub worlds, as I said, maybe, you know, certain instances... Cutscenes obviously got to do third person. Yeah, that's I that, that that's my choice is first person. How about you? Well, I knew this was going to happen. I'm
0: third person. I like oh, to see no, I, conflict, I like to, conflict. Oh God, now comes Here the arguing go. part. You fucking son of a bitch. Whoa! Um, yeah, that's right. It's Over getting hard right line. up. No, sir. No, sir. This is the most important part like it's how they interact. What uh, my argument for third person is I like to see my character sort of slightly over the shoulder. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's that, like, you know, wearing a cool hat or I've got a good mask or whatever sort of thing. Like, I enj- I find games like Outriders, uh, Warframe, and uh, The Vision, I like being in third person. I also feel more connected in a weird way. I find when I'm playing first-person games like Destiny, I don't feel as connected to my character. I feel like it's just sort of like I'm watching them almost through, like, as if somebody's wearing a GoPro. Like, it doesn't really feel like me, but weirdly... Not having the perspective of the first person uh, shooter, and like in a third person, I feel more connected, and I can't tell you why. But um, no, I can wh- see that. Uh, I'm
1: I have the op- the opposite effect where I feel more connected to my character in first person because it's mm. like their eyes are my eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get that entirely. And but I I get how you're more connected to your guy as well in the third person, just mm. because you get to see them. But um, yeah, I, I, again, I I wouldn't want it to be 100 first person because mm-hmm. then it's like i want to see my guy you know yeah i guess you see it in like the pause menu or whatever but yeah you like to see your character interacting with the world i think
0: well i think um well actually something before we come to a decision on this there is a cop-out we can take if we can't come to it just keep moving on but for now um, <laughs> what, you could choose mm-hmm. you could talk yeah about you it? could choose it'd be like oh uh you can play first person or third person and the engine would handle either it would be a little prob like okay we don't have a budget. We don't have a bunch of people sitting in, like, cubicles going, like, have they made a decision? I don't know how this is going. We got we're, we're we need to get going on this, you know? So we could say, oh, yeah, guys, program us a game that looks great in first person and third person. This might be the one. Like, and I'm not going to say this game is going to be absolutely set in stone. Like, we'll have every box, checks, and decision made. This might be something that we won't agree on. But here's a question we have to ask about combat before we get into the perspective or as an addition to it. Is it a cover shooter? Or is it a uh, action blasty shooter? Like, which is basically, is it Destiny or Division? Like, which which way does it skew more? Are you super powered I d- in combat? I definitely, I definitely skew more towards the like action. Part, right. but
1: but I, I mean I, I think I, I think you always like you're if, if there's guns happening you always need cover. Um, mm. it's just kind of like how far do you tilt it? Like, Division's definitely very much like a hunker down, and you like, have to stay in cover to survive. Yeah, while like Destiny is like you have to keep moving. Um, yeah, uh, I would probably if, if it were me, I would kind of tip the scales a little to more a little more towards action. But I yeah. do like the kind of like you know being tactical. Tactical, like your movement, you know you you do have content in Destiny where you know you do need to like hunker down, you need to stay back, you need to like pick, pick away at guys, whatever. So I mean, they do have that, but anyway, I, I I would I would tip the scales a little more towards action personally.
0: Okay, you know what? I, I think this isn't some, this is not my hill to die on sort of thing. So I think we'll do action. The game is action. I'm like you, I first ca- person. I can, I can I can take the third person. I'll be honest with you, I enjoy if, third person. If they could do it this way, so most of the time it's first person, but I don't know whether it would be sensed by the game or it's a button you press when you come up to a certain amount of cover because it it wouldn't be like you need to be in cover forever because you're super weak and the enemies are tough like Division, but nor is it Destiny where you can pretty much face tank everything just once in a while. You've got to be cautious. I think it would be kind of split the difference. I think it'd be interesting to play a game where it's like, yeah, you, half the time you're taking out all the red bars, so to speak. And then every once in a while, but more often than simply the boss at the end or a mini boss halfway through the mission or the assignment or whatever we're calling them, you would come up against a group of enemies or scattered at the end or a group of enemies that are like, oh, you know what? I do need to take cover for this. And here's what I'm picturing. And I don't know if this would work. First person, most of the time. Third person for vehicles, stuff like that. And if you go up and press a button to take cover you go into third person so instead of trying to like first person peek around that you can actually kind of see your character know when they're peeking over and when they're peeking over the side i think that's the way to play it but i'm, I'm gonna say if i had to make a difference between two, two i'd go with first person it's probably the easiest
1: i can i can see how like going third person and cover is advantageous because you can kind of like three peek around corners and yeah. shit
0: but well, that's know, why I'm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I, I was just gonna say, like, when you're like kind of like those times where you're like sticking in and out of cover quickly by accident. Mm-hmm. I could just see the camera being jarring, where it's like going in between third person and first person. If you're kind of like accidentally sticking to cover, then getting off and then like sticking to
0: it again, like your camera's going in and out. Well, that's why I would say taking cover wouldn't be like uh, some games where, as soon as you get in your cover, you pretty much take cover. It would be more like Division, where you have to choose to do it, so it's not a shock. It's not like. Oh shit, I guess I was so close to this low wall that I didn't realize I was going to cover. Oh, now I'm in third person. I'd be like, okay, I'm in cover. I'm behind a wall or half wall. I'm gonna press the take cover button and now I know I'm going into third person. I I, I it's one of these things where I gotta be honest, I even my even though it's my idea, I'm not a hundred percent on board because I don't know how jarring that would be. I never find it jarring when Destiny switches from first person to third person. Like it never makes it go like, whoa. But uh, even in combat, when it sounds like you bring out a sword or something like that, I don't find that jarring, but again, it's it's the sort of thing where I think if, if I have to fall on one side of this for the combat type, first person is what works. It's, you know, I'm good with that. This is something I'm not going to, like, die on kind of thing yeah i mean I, I feel the same way too i i do enjoy
1: like division the third person mm. the whole time um i just kind of for like shooters i just generally do enjoy sure. first person a little bit better but again it's, i'm the same way as you i'm not like right, i'm not
0: well, well let's let's not whiff waffle on this let's just say first person shooter with third person elements Bam. The, the cover you know what it would be how about this it does if you go into cover you, you can go third person but it's an option you don't have to do it you can just stick in first-person if you like. But it would kind of, like... I do feel like cover does matter in the sense of, like, you're not just behind something. You kind of, like, move up, so your perspective would have to shift a bit And you'd be start leaning out instead of just move, strafing out or something like that. But, all right. So, but I think we've covered that. So, it's a first-person shooter that uh, has third-person elements. And now the gameplay. So... What kind of weapons are we talking here? Are it mostly guns? I'm feeling like it's guns if it's a first-person shooter. It's right there in the name sort of thing. And uh, so with this world, are the weapons, like, futuristic? Are they sort of hobbled together like a, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of resources, so we have to make do with what we can? What are your thoughts on that? Well,
1: I can see and almost, like, well. I-, I can almost see, like, the initial weapons kind of like what the general population would use would be kind of like more like older tech more like Mm -hmm. like cobbled together but then there's almost like this kind of like elite police force that like maybe later in the game you start like acquiring some like futuristic like you know the this Mm -hmm. like private police force or whatever has like money behind it They're they have some like sorry are we a part of this
0: police force or are they a separate entity i have no
1: idea hmm Whatever you want. Maybe there's branching storylines. Maybe if with our unlimited budget, we could just be like, oh, there's like nine different endings completely different from each yeah, other. Yeah, maybe,
0: you know, maybe it's something like Destiny's factions, but instead of they actually matter, so like you choose which faction you go with it. It wouldn't mean like, you know, if you're from action faction A, B, or C you can't do play with the other factions, you totally team up. But it's like there's something distinctly different each faction brings to the gameplay into combat or something like yeah, that. Maybe th- not th- distinctly, gonna- but yeah.
1: I think we're going to get more into mission structure and stuff later. Yeah, but, for, um, sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, so we'll 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 save that discussion. But yeah, as far as loot goes, like, I don't know, I kind of see like, maybe like, uh, like both a little bit of like old tech that's kind of like worn and like cobbled together, maybe like mm-hmm. up- updated to be like something that's, you know, a gun from, you know, 2020. But, you know, it's 50 years old, but kind of, you know, it's worn, but has some upgrades
0: to it to make yeah. it more futuristic like someone's whatever. patched something on it like put a holoscope or whatever yeah on a yeah gun that's just exactly like a normal gun. and it's got like a slightly rusty patina to it or something yeah like yeah
1: and then but then
0: also it. there's like some like cool future tech too that you can get like later in the game and whatever yeah. that's like you know I, I a little more exotic that. or whatever and and it would be the same with the armory like your first gear would be basically probably just like you know pieces of leather or something like that weirdly this does actually sound a lot like outriders but um yeah so your first gear is just basic stuff it might be like a repurposed police vest or something that you found or that kind of thing and then as it goes on and probably as an opening in the one of the missions or storylines you like you said you get access to much better gear as the game goes on not just a simple line but also it does more and looks better, kind of thing. So there's always this motivation of like, oh, I've got to keep going forward because I want to get the cooler looking gear and also the better gear, kind of. Yeah, thing. And, and I, I like- mean that's just basic. Sluter, i think
1: yeah and I, and I like the whole idea of like okay this one has like this armor or like this chest piece or whatever has higher armor so it has you have like less mobility so like you move slower yeah. like this one is you know very light and you can move quickly but there, you can't take a lot of damage like I, mm-hmm. I like i like trade-offs like in armor like in that way like real world kind of trade-offs like i always thought that was pretty cool and when yeah, games do yeah. that
0: yeah something where it's like you're always when you yeah, naturally through the acquiring of loot as you go on you're you're already you're almost i don't want to say forced into but you're learning and being subtly introduced to making a build so by the time you get to the end level content or you finish the storyline you're like oh yeah i've always been a fan of heavy armor so i don't have that much speed, or maybe I'm lacking certain abilities because of it. But I can take a lot of shots, and while another guy's like, "Ooh, I have very light arm. I can't take a lot of shots, but I'm really fast. I can dance with so yeah. like. you." something or that would like, naturally like progress.
1: A, yeah, or like another one where it's like you get like an extra ability slot, but like it's no protection and yeah. it is kind of slow. Like you know, there's always like trade offs. Whatever. Like I, yeah. I, I like that, not just like a destiny or division where it's like this has these talents and like yeah, it's you like oh, get there a of it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's not like a real world application. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we agree on that. Now, uh, I guess the next one I had on my list here as uh, a progression is, and it kind of ties into the stuff about the progression, because I want to talk skills. But before we talk that, character types. So, is it like a you're just a blank slate a- at the start of the game, and you can you choose from all the possible skills and all the possible weapons, or do we want to have more class based thing? Where like you start the game as a certain type of character and maybe they're all started the same way and you have to make a choice early on or something but um like i guess the question for here is with character types is is it gear based like division where there isn't really a difference at the core between every player's character or is it more like uh outriders and destiny where Every character has a unique set of skill sets compared to the other classes. Not every character, sorry. Every class is And you make a decision early on, okay, I'm going to be this type of class and move forward.
1: Um, I kind of like the idea of right at the beginning of the game, your character is a blank slate. You're not already mm-hmm. like pigeonholed. Like in Destiny, obviously, it's like right at the beginning, you like choose like Titan, Warlock or Hunter. And like you're yeah. bound to that decision forever. Like unless you delete your character, there's no changing that. Um, I kind of like in a game where like you're a blank slate and then your character evolves like with you know level ups with like you know whatever path you take you kind mm-hmm. of l- like level up your guy with whatever armor you choose um and then you can like specialize in certain things and like you know i like it when there's enough skill points where you don't necessarily like have to spend every single skill point into a tree to like level it up yeah. i like it where it's like okay like i'm specializing in this thing but can I, I can also you know level up a few other skill trees maybe not all the way like i can with like you know my main specialization but like you know i can get a taste of like all the maybe not classes but just like Abilities and maybe like subsets and whatever. Yeah, I really just don't like it where it's like, okay, I choose this tree and like every skill point I get needs to go to this tree or it's not, you know, viable at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I see it as sort of in the early game and maybe even a bit of the end game as well. Uh, no, it'd be, it'd be early. I mean, you want to be fully classed but It's kind of like the first, let's say, quarter of the game you have. If you're looking at a skill tree, we're not I'm not going to get the details of what branches to what. But it's like it's like a, I'm fully bored with you. But I'm basically just going to say what you just said, where you start off as nothing. You start off as just this person. You have this web spreadsheet you know, saying like, oh, you. am I going to focus on? High damage, or am I gonna focus on speed, or am I gonna focus on support, you know, like healing or sniper or whatever? And you can go one tier. Like you say, okay, my guy's a high damage guy, he's a big DPS guy. You can take bullets, and his whole go- job is just being the frontline fighter. But you know what? He actually does have a little bit of the speed stuff, so he's a little faster than normal. And then the trade-off being he yeah, he he can't fully max, or maybe he could fully max you can basically flay it max one like branch, but you're able to dip into the others. And there might exactly, be little things exactly. where you... Because usually almost every skill tree is... I'm not sure what the proper term is, but it's where it's like, you start at point A, and you got to go to B to C to D to E to F. In this one, I see it being like, you can start at point A, and you go through that linear progression on one branch because that gives you the skills that you want, and it, they all make sense. Like, you know, this, uh, this thing you chose gives you 10% armor when uh, in combat this thing you chose gives you uh, whatever if you're on that tank tree. But then once in a while, I think you'd have it limited to like two or maybe three times the most depending on the size of the tree. You have these points where it's like you get a special type of skill point that allows you to just jump over and I skip. was just thinking that. It's like yeah. you're
1: almost forced to branch out.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, you know what, you get these special skill points that you can then um, maybe they count as, I don't know if it would be direct unlock, but maybe something like, oh, these skill points that you're, you can't spend on this one tree, or maybe you could and they would jump you up like two notches on a tree but if you use them on another tree they like they allow you to bypass like the requirements for certain skills like you would naturally yeah, progress up one yeah. tree but once a while you'd be like oh you know what i like this but i'm going to take this little thing where when my armor breaks i instantly get healed for half health or something and not have to go through the healing tree for yeah that. it encourages you to branch yeah. out kind you wouldn't of have like... a lot of them you would have like two maybe three or something yeah
1: yeah i like that i was honestly i was i was thinking that i think that's a really good idea we're, we're on a vibe
0: here man we're on, we're in some hell up. yeah hell yeah all right, so that sounds like thing. And I guess the final question is, so um, so for starting out as a blank, blank slate, our character is basically a normal dude who specializes somehow into... Sorry, just bumped my mic. Uh, let me start that again. Uh, so basically our character starts out as a normal dude who then specializes into a branch of the service, I guess, if it's an army thing or something like that. And that allows them access to other stuff. I... It's weird. I One thing I do like about Division, and I find that makes me a little bit more connected to that character than with Outriders or uh, even Warframe or um, Destiny, is I like the fact that despite all the skills, you know, this guy's got all the stuff, he does all the damage, it's still just a person. I don't, I kind of want to hide away f- or minimize the fantastical element of it. Where, where do you stand on that for characters? Or would you prefer the other way, maybe? So you're talking about not like in abilities, you're talking about just in look, right? Well no I, I yeah abilities you would get fantastic abilities but yeah. you're I just like basically a, a human yeah. you're not like a, oh you know what I got Yeah, it. Well, yeah I'm, I'm fine you with that You haven't played Outriders right? No. Outriders just and this is a minor spoiler this is something you learn very early on it's basically you get hit by this weird elemental force on the planet and that allows you to suddenly become superpowered. I do, and in this it's almost it's kind of oddly similar to Destiny's a ghost chooses you to become a superhero kind of thing. Like, But I, I prefer my character to be just a regular person. You know, he's great. He's got crazy skills, but that's because he's earned them all the way. And that's what I think the character
1: should be. Yeah, do. and I feel like they don't need to be the chosen one like you know yeah. what i mean like oh like the chosen one has been done so many times yeah and as far i, I know we're gonna i'm gonna dip a little bit into like mission structure here Oh, well,
0: um, you know we're moving into that now anyway so i think we've yeah pretty, we've covered I,
1: I, what, what i would love to see is like okay you need like the main storyline to be kind of like everybody like It needs to be an open, like like a live service storyline where it's like Mm -hmm. a multiplayer storyline. It makes sense for the world where like kind of like everybody's playing the same storyline. But then also, I think there should be side missions where they like that's like kind of like you progress your own game like you progress your own Uh, storyline that's brilliant yeah yeah and then there's like that's where like the open like the open world storyline like the live service storyline for everybody is not like generic but like that's like your big bad like whatever but Mm -hmm. then you have like individual progression in your own story and like i know that this is like like, the budget for that sort of thing is just astronomical. You're like, you're making multiple mm. storylines for a game. You're like You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, this is just, like, wish list here I'm talking. Like, I, I 100% understand why this isn't a thing. But it's just, like, yeah, like, you have all your personal progression tied to, um, like, personal storylines. Like you said, you can, like, choose a faction. You can, like, you know, go with, like, the neo-police and go in that way and whatever. But then, like, whatever your guy becomes, like, you can it can still fit into, like, the main big world Storyline. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it might not make perfect sense all the time. That's like, whatever. Like, if you're making a game like this, you got to, like, overlook a couple things. But I don't know. I, I think that would be cool. And then there's, like, you know, multiple storylines. And, you know, you're like, that's when you could have, like, you know, your choices in storylines, like, make differences because you're like, this thing is strictly single player. Like, the other games, life service games, are always like, you know other people can jump in with you at any time because everybody's playing like the same storyline while this Mm -hmm. is almost tailored to you it's like your choices matter you have different branching path storylines and you do that yourself and like you know that's how you really can get like ability points and really level up your character is doing this like single player specific content that you then later you can take your character into like the main kind of live service game and like that's where you have whatever your end game content your raids uh your hub world your main storyline like i said you know multiplayer Strikes, whatever, yada, yada,
0: yada, yada. Yeah, I, I actually think that's a really good idea because it's a nice twist. On the in all of these games, you're the chosen one, whether you're the sheriff in Division Two, terrible name, uh, the out, <laughs> the out the rider in Outriders, or uh, the guardian with a capital G in Destiny, where like you're surrounded by other people, but you're the you're always the big show in the main storyline. What I think it would be great, and if I can just expand, just add a little notch to your. We're all in this together in the main line, and it would justify doing missions by yourself or with friends on the main storyline. But these side missions that you're doing by yourself, or in theory, you could call a friend for backup for some of them. I don't know if I want to, like... If it is a live service schluter, I'm not certain how much I want to segment away in single player. But that's immaterial. I, I love that idea. And what we add to that is those side missions where you're doing stuff to develop a story are the only ways you can get the special ability points that allow you to look into hey, other trees there you go so like you kind of for, you're like oh no i'm going to do these side things and make choices that have certain impacts in the uh uh storyline and it can be something like when you get to let's say the big bat fight at the end um you have uh depending who's on the team whether it's by strict majority or by voting uh it would default to let's say it's let's say it's a four player uh four person team in the Final fight, like just sort of like not not a end game raid, but just a fight, and it'd be like, okay, who's team leader? That guy's choices are the default way this fight's gonna play out, but you might be able to have a voting on it or not or something like that. The only thing I'd see problem there is like if you're playing with multiple strangers, some people be like, well, fuck this, I'm not gonna play with that storyline having led to here. But it would have something where it's like, okay, since I did storyline A, when we're attacking the base, I can actually call in a quick bombing strike because I made friends with like the pilot. And he takes out the, uh, like, uh, the, the turrets, turrets. That, yeah. Yeah, that make it hard to get to the base. Or another one might be like, oh, you know what? I made friends with the spy, and while I have to deal with the turrets, there's a whole bunch of, like, secret stashes of uh, health scattered throughout the mission. That kind of thing. It's like, And you would go through and, uh, I don't want to say do voting. Like, maybe it is just, like, the... It would default to whatever the team leader's uh, setting and story was, but he could open it to voting. So it wouldn't be just like automatically anyone can just choose to start voting. It'd be like, oh, okay, you know what? Do you guys want to do this? And in the end, his vote would be a super vote. It would be like, oh, you know what? You guys voted for something wrong. I'm just going to go back. But but that might be, there'd be tweaking there to do to make it democratic. But yeah, that's that's what I think. I think uh, I think it should, these side missions are where a lot of the core story is and they should have an impact on the end. Not something that changes it entirely, but just tweaks it a little bit.
1: Yeah, I I like I like the idea of almost like even if you are say you're doing a raid, there's, you know, whatever six person raid and you get to the final boss room and you're about to fight, fight the final boss you as a character like say you're like like a fucking elite like part of like the city police like mm-hmm. you're like kind of like a shitty scumbag like the dialogue like the cutscene before the boss fight is tailored to your character while yeah. like other people like they're getting like they're you know aligned with some like you know street fighter faction and they're like some like freedom fighter faction and they have like dialogue tailored to like them and they all take roughly like the same amount of time it's not like one takes 30 seconds one, yeah. one takes five seconds like whatever and again i know you're going through and recording like fucking 10 like lines of like 10 versions of dialogue again we don't
0: have a budget on this exactly exactly i I get exactly
1: i get all that i get the logistics behind it i don't care yeah but yeah i i think that would be cool just for like a world building thing like even in destiny i mean they don't do it anymore the drifter calling me like a snitch for like all of like the rest of snitch yeah, the bro. I joined the vanguard. I, I joined the vanguard. I the vanguard. I'm not joining the drifter. Who's who's this guy? Who's Jermaine? This guy's just showing up, being like, "Look at this new game mode. Get out of here. Right, Get out of here." Much. I've been with the vanguard for next yeah. No, of years. If
0: if I had ever come to the choice, I probably would have gone with the vanguard because yeah, I don't. So- yeah, yeah getting back on topic
1: yeah yeah so it's like i just like little things like that where it's like after i finished that quest line up until you know recently where they redesigned gambit and that doesn't happen anymore you know the whole time the drifter and gambit is calling me snitch and like that was just a cool little um like he either calls you he either calls you brother or 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 whatever or he calls you snitch yeah or snitch yeah sister for you so i don't know just like things like that like little world building things like that where it's like i feel like you know my character's progressing people are taking notice of my achievements um you even have like like at the tower like people talking like calling me the slayer of oryx and stuff like that i don't know if that's because they know i've slain oryx in destiny one or if everybody gets that it,
0: line of dialogue it is you know what it was funny i never heard that dialogue and then i remember distinctly after uh the first time i beat the raid i went to the tower or whatever and as i was talking about something who said something like I'm, this is a while ago so oh, yeah maybe that's in, in destiny
1: one yeah. but i'm saying in destiny two people still say slayer of oryx and i don't know if they're doing that because they know i've slain oryx in i have destiny heard one. it
0: i have heard it actually well but... you yeah you uh, but yeah you beat you beat oryx no big deal mbd <laughs> yeah that's right i'm stunting on you guys uh but yeah no i i gotta say i agree with you um and it again the changes don't have to be dramatic to the gameplay and you could be playing basically the same game as everyone else but you get like you said i like the idea of little audio cues where like you know the pilot, since you helped him a lot, you know, he shows up in missions just generally, but he's like, Hey man, how you doing? you like, you know, it's like, and he, when you walk by him in the tower or this last city, it's, he says things like, Oh yeah, you know, whoo, that was a hell of a run thing we did over there in, uh, ruined Berlin or something, you know.
1: So, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like that's another thing. Like, get some good characters. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, like, like the NPCs out in the world—they don't need to be like hugely. Like, you can have a couple cool ones, whatever. Like some fan favorites, but like have like some good characters. Like, I don't know. It doesn't need to be like Mass Effect level companions. Oh, but I like, think it
0: does. I, think- I, I want, I want these characters to be like I would love because I will say something like Manny in the fucking uh, division. Actually, one thing I will give up the props up to Outriders for is. You, uh, again minor spoiler not a plot spoiler just a mechanic spoiler but you basically travel through this world with a group of people and they're all kind of have distinct personalities and you, you, you kind of like them like you're not like oh you know whatever you're my guy who uh, bonds my gear shut up you're like oh no I know your deal you're all right. Um. so yeah so side characters who your character is a blank slate sorry I just figured like let me just wrap up this section and we'll move on to the yeah, next yeah, side. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Make so your character is a blank slate there's three branches of skills but you can and you've you're basically going to focus in one. There would probably be a point where you have to kind of like, also
1: you can reset skill points.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. But
1: it's, but also it's like, I guess if, if stuff is tied to the storyline,
0: maybe like something
1: stick, like you can,
0: you know, it is, you can reset your skill points, but you lose the uh, super skill points that you then have to go Mm -hmm. re-earn just, just so there's a little bit of a penalty, but not a, I can't come back from this. Just like, Oh, so now I have to go do those side missions again. And you make the decision, like, do I, oh, okay, you know, it's going to be, like, 15 minutes of side mission to get the thing, but that's fine. So, blank slate, trees, a little bit of dancing around the trees, skill trees, if you like. And our character is, even at the end when they're super powerful thing, it's because they've earned it through skills and gear and such, not a, they're not the chosen one. They're just part of this effort to save the world um but they have these little vignettes on the side that m- are more personalized to them which i think is a good idea because you know it's not f- i don't know if it's not fun but it's just not interesting when it's like you start games like oh i'm the chosen one great cool yeah it's like every- pretty much every game yeah. nowadays so let's jump forward another uh, section to the actual what we will be doing missions strikes activities so uh this time i'll start if you do not mind do you mind I do, but go ahead. Oh, wow. So I see it as basically there's three types of missions. There's a little sort of... Uh, this would happen probably in the close open world around the city and certain sort of things where it's like small missions take about five minutes. They're just a little bit of combat, and you're just kind of figuring something out. there, And they'd be pretty straightforward. It'd be like, go to this location, shoot a whole bunch of these, go to this location, defend this location for three minutes while an upload happens, which is just classic fucking shooter talk. Um and then there would be larger uh a main story series of missions probably i'm guessing like i like a good number like 20 good solid story missions that are curated any longer than that and one thing i'll say i like division but you spend a, it takes a while to get to the end of it let alone to the part just your to the reset so i think you need like a dozen to like 18 i'm gonna drop the number down a bit uh main story missions and then there's probably about another i'd say like almost the same amount side missions that have more tweaking but they're shorter and then, uh, yeah, there would also be um, things you do in the open world regions. Like once you've unlocked a region, let's say Ruin Berlin, as I said earlier, once you've unlocked, you can go back there, and there are little sort of things you can do around there to collect specific gear. Gear would also be tied to um, location, I think, and that might change using uh, the divisions for a to loot thing. And then at the end is the end game, which we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of how to see it. I mean, it's, that to me is the one I feel is most. I don't know if generic is a word, but it's kind of like this is one thing I wouldn't find deviating a lot from other games in this genre. Now, how about you, Andrew? What are you thinking for Mission Strikes Activities?
1: Yeah. I kind of, I, I, I'm going to mostly agree with you. I think you know it's pretty standard across like you know there's like you know big media missions whatever um one thing you didn't talk about specifically mm-hmm. was kind of like endgame and like endgame activities um i think there should be we've talked about it in other oh podcasts. that's coming up on the list. oh that's one okay one. all okay. right all right oh, Sorry. No, no, no.
0: fuck it let's talk about it now man it probably makes more sense here actually huh. to be honest so endgame activities let's talk uh so we both agreed just to get uh just so for people who are taking notes EA. i know you're writing this down uh Standard fair. Main story mission is a bunch of big, meaty missions. Some side missions that are a little less. And then almost like borderline activities where it's just like, oh, you just go here and do something quick and come back I, for a second. I like,
1: one. I honestly, honestly like, I think the um, kind of single player missions that we were talking about mm-hmm. that like advance your storyline, I see those as being like big, meaty missions. Like, sure, there's oh, okay. maybe. No? Sure, there's maybe some kind of like smaller ones connecting them, but I feel like there's going to be some like set piece moments where, like oh, at least like yeah. every storyline has like one like big set piece mission. Maybe it's the last mission or whatever. But I see those mission like those kind of like like um, maybe like a ten hour kind of uh, quest line to like finish off mm-hmm. like your character's quest line. There's like a few different branching paths. You know, you can align yourself with a different faction. You're, you're you know, you have different companions. Whatever. It's it's it's. Uh, that's that's up in the air but uh yeah i don't know i see those like being like super media there's and then there's obviously like the main campaign uh the main storyline that would be you know like there's like a big bad they're attacking the city they're you know that's like the main villain whatever Mm -hmm. anyway yeah so then as far as like end game goes yeah i think you need some sort of grindable activity whether it be like a horde mode like a boss rush mode kind of like good call yeah yeah absolutely yeah like like the 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 division they had like the underground survival survival yeah the 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 new one where you go up as opposed to summit yeah yeah summit so it's like yeah you need something where it's like you know boss clearing floor clearing um whatever whatever it is just some sort of like replayable grindable content that is different enough that it's not monotonous but samey enough that you can like grind it and, like, you know, you can have whatever, like, uh, rotating, like, rotating loot, like, ra- rotating rewards and stuff like that to, like, keep incentives going. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, like, this week you can grind the shotgun. Like, oh, like, next week you can grind, like, like the knee pads and the grenade launcher. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And then I, I'm very firm on, like, there's got to be some sort of raid or raid kind of light in there as well whether that be six man i think six is kind of the sweet spot i feel like would what, what a division have 12 or 18 uh no not 18 i'm pretty sure it's 12 12 yeah i played the division raid. i did the first division two raid i played all the incursions i played all the incursions in division one i, I love them those were like incursions were
0: like raid blight. they were four player right they were four man? they were yeah right. i remember because at one time they were four player yeah with yeah, op- right. with with yeah, we won't say his name. Friend we of the don't. show starts with letter O on PlayStation 4. If you probably don't listen to this, but if you do, man, you're the best. Stay low. Keep it off the streets. Oh, so good. Keep, keep it that together. Guy, Stay off the streets. That guy was just fucking great god i hope he's doing well
1: oh yeah yeah so i played out like the incursions were cool like the last incursion where you went to the tv studio i would say that was the closest to a raid that division one had yeah i think six people is a sweet spot um 12 people i play as i said i played the the raid in division two the first one and it was just chaotic like i don't know with 12 people it was just like so much going on like nobody was talking over each other no nobody was really talking really either you know i was just like eh, i don't know i feel like six is a sweet spot maybe like eight like six or eight or something like that yeah like that's that, that's what i think and then you have the end game loop where you can maybe like old destiny had this where you could play like they had like the daily hard mission so it's like you could replay a mission on like a harder difficulty there's like some sort of playlist of like missions or like strikes or whatever that you can just like grind you can just like mm-hmm. jump in whatever do some strikes there's maybe like kind of like you know Smaller, harder activities like a dungeon or something like that from Destiny, and yeah, I mean, again, this is wish list. I know all this content costs a shit ton of money. I know this this, this is a wish list. So yeah, so I, I think they're like for the end game, and and the game needs to be built with the end game in focus. You can't just like slap together an end game. Like that's how your game lives or dies. Like if you're a live service game, that's how you live or die is by your end game. If you have a wonderful storyline, yeah. yeah, if you have a wonderful storyline and then nothing to do afterwards, like pretty much like like Destiny Two, like most people liked the storyline like it was a little cheesy like a vanilla destiny 2 like it was a little cheesy but like it was generally well received but then as soon as you beat the storyline you're like oh there's nothing to do yeah so it needs to be baked into the game you need to be very focused you need to be like end game focused almost Not first, like you gotta have a good campaign, whatever, you gotta sell the game. And there's, you know, a shit ton of people that that's how they play a game. They do the campaign, they might, you know, do some side stuff, and then they're done with it. They got their, you know, 30 hours out of it, 40 hours out of it, and they're like, cool, I've got this, I'm gonna bounce. But then you need to be cognizant of the people that they love this game, they wanna play this game as a hobby, they wanna log in, they wanna grind um and you got to give them incentives like you know, whether it be like elite shit where you know it's like gilded titles or whatever like you have a title for your character and like you can gild it or like like some crazy <laughs> some kind amount. of gear
0: stuff like that yeah, like, yeah or some
1: helmet even if it's not like super like like tied to progression, like you still like you want to reward those players who grind it, like you give them something to floss. Some you know decent I mean?
0: cosmetics or something like yeah. that. Where it's like, oh, yeah. you know what? I've got this cape that only like people who beat the raid have done, or I've got this helmet transmogrification that makes my helmet look cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's like, oh, I've um, I got this cape because
0: I beat the helmet.
1: I uh, did the, the helmet. <laughs> you beat the helmet. <laughs> I beat like I I, I <laughs> not have this, a metaphor. Not at all. Uh, I beat I beat the raid a hundred times, so I got this cape. Like, and everybody knows, like, it's mm-hmm. a sig cape, and like when they see it they're like yo this guy has beat the the raid a hundred times or whatever you know what i mean like 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 loot tells a story going back to loot like loot tells a story like that's that's how i always think it like loot is super cool when like you remember when you got that piece that you've been hunting when you remember that drop like i remember drops from division one i remember drops from destiny one like i remember what i was doing i remember when yeah uh gallarhorn dropped for me in division uh, in destiny one so yeah you got to make that shit memorable and then that's that, that side to loot as well. You got you to gotta make memorable loot.
0: I agree. It sounds like basically we're actually have a mind on the end game. Like, you do need to have a bunch of activity to keep people grinding and coming back to it. Uh, one thing I I mean, just as more of a high concept idea for the thing is that the end game... One of the things I'd love is if the end game repeating it made sense. I mean, I am not a I This is going to be a hard thing for me to uh, just off the top of my head story beat. But, like, where it's like when you do, like, the raid equivalent or whatever... It's not like oh you know I'm just doing this again I'm gonna be this guy he's gonna die and then next week I'm gonna do it again and I've already technically done it once and now it's just me repeating a, a chapter it's like reading a, the same chapter of a book over and over what it would be nice is um if something about the raid activity itself changed week by week not necessarily this wouldn't hopefully affect your gear aiming or stuff like that but be like oh you know like maybe it's on rotation and also story wise well, it made sense it's like oh.
1: To, to, to a lesser extent, mm. Division... Uh, sorry, fuck, I keep fucking that up. Destiny, mm. uh, Destiny 2, the raid, the encounters rotated the order that you did them. So that's one thing. That is, I'm like, yeah, that
0: that's a good idea, though. That is a good idea. Well, I'm also talking sort of more big picture. Like, it kind of makes sense. Like, let's say, for example, we're on this world, we're trying to close portals to other dimensions, and it works, but there's one this one mega portal and we realize that's the raid. That's the thing where everyone's working for it. and you do it and you're like, well, good news, you beat it and you've closed it. It's going to keep humanity safe but there's this thing you know it'll eventually reopen and we're gonna have to do this again kind of thing so when you keep repeating it it feels like oh my character is even though he's kind of standing in one spot running on a treadmill there's a reason for it it's because it's like one of the things i find about raids is once you've killed atheon once you've killed dark horse i don't know what the division two raid boss is it's kind of like, oh, when you go back, you, like I said earlier, like a moment ago, it's like reading the same chapter and over, it's like, cool, yeah, this is an interesting chapter, a lot of stuff happens, it's fun to read this chapter, but it is the same chapter. I think the end game needs to have something which, in theory, justifies redoing it over and over as a linear concept, like, oh, you know what, every week I have to go back and close the portal, otherwise it'll just stay open, so that's why I keep redoing this raid. And there would be little things that, uh, kind of like how Division has, where... This way, this is broader strokes as well, but definitely for the end game, as you were saying, encounters change, and it's not just like, oh, now the symbols over here, but it's like there be different enemy types. and I was just about to say they're going to change a lot. One yeah. thing I think Division does really great is that every time you go to do an activity, whether it's a mission or a uh, what you would call it, a checkpoint or whatever the enemy types change. The number of enemies I think is consistent or there's probably some kind of mechanic where, okay, you have two, of the, one of these, we can't have more than two of these, that kind of thing. But you're never facing, oh, shotgun guy comes out of here, grenade guy comes out of there. It's usually like, oh, there's a big guy with a gun, but oh, these down there's a medic. Is that guy, you know, last time he was this or that. I think there needs to be something that keeps it mixing up and rotating so that, I mean, not vastly different, but like every time you do it is a little different sort of thing and justified story-wise. But that's my thoughts on uh, the end game, really. Like, there isn't really much more to say about it that, nah, unless you have anything you wanted to add.
1: Yeah. Also, I would say if you could to the video game gods that were praying to here Mm -hmm. um make the raid a culmination of the storyline i always like it when the raid is like you know there is an end to the storyline like it does end but like the raid is a continuation like i like i like the raid being the climax of the storyline um Mm -hmm. and then first in destiny forsaken did it well too where it's like once the raid was beaten a lot of things opened up for the community so like it did have worldwide, like global ramifications where it's like, like the raid was beaten now the world has changed in these ways like a dungeon i believe a dungeon was released or no a strike was released i don't know if the dungeon was released afterwards or before i can't remember but um yeah like like the dreaming city went on on rotation they unlocked the dreaming city yada 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 there was just like a ton of cool stuff that once the raid got beaten and obviously the raid's gonna get beaten like you know what i mean it's not like oh we're holding back this stuff it's just like a cool world building thing i'm not like oh like we have to beat this thing to unlock it it's like no it's just like a cool I don't, I like that. It just, it's, again, I love world building. Um, I think that kind of stuff is just super neat. Um And like, yeah, and just like for the game, like also just have like cool things in the world. Like, like, you know, you're rewarding exploration, you're having cool little secrets, cool little like mini bosses, like you can summon. I just think that like, you know, you just need to incorporate these things. Like I remember in Destiny uh, 1, they had the Dreadnought. The Dreadnought was such a cool location with like tons of secrets, mm-hmm. tons. You were farming the calc- the calcified fragments all over the, the, the map, doing all these like little kind of little, si- not missions, but like little side tasks and stuff like that yeah i don't know i just i just think that you know again i know that costs a lot of money but i just think you just got to really chalk your full your game full of just yeah. like cool little like you're rewarding discovery you're rewarding exploration especially, Absolutely. especially in Absolutely. the open world
0: yeah it needs to be like when you're fucking around in a region you might have a specific activity or something you're focused on but there should always be or well i guess you don't want it to be infinite but like there should be a reason for you to basically go to every corner of every map and just, you know, look at it. It's like, oh, here's a cool little chest that gives me something. Oh, there's a neat little bit of story, story lore here sort of thing. um I, I I basically agree with you. And I think also I do like the idea that the end game once you beat it once, sort of does change the world. And I think there is, like I said, if we're doing the portals or something from other dimensions, it could be like the raid activity is closing and then reclosing this thing. The first time you close it, things change. But then, you know, maybe uh, as... Time goes on, you know, if, it, you have to keep reclosing the same thing, which sounds boring, I guess. But, you know, raids aren't necessarily about the story. It's more about the experience of the encounters and the fighting and stuff up to the uh, to of the raid itself. So I agree with you. Basically, so I'm just going to 100% agree. Just flat out say, yep, I love everything you're saying. Wow. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, and the last. Uh so I guess let's move on to we've talked loot type, we've talked about gear, uh stuff like that. Um just quickly granularity of it. Um do you do you prefer a more simplified, oh, you know what, g- weapon slightly different, or do you prefer more of a division style, like every weapon the same drop from the same one could be vastly different because of the skills that roll or the perks that roll on it? what what are your thoughts on that? You need you need random perks. I don't know if you need yeah. like a a
1: borderlands like every like every there's like a bajillion guns like Mm -hmm. i don't know if you need that but you need some sort of randomness like you can't just get one gun once and like that's it i mean Whatever, maybe if there is like an exotic or like a storyline weapon, yeah, okay, fine. Like you know, at certain points, throughout exotics the story line, would
0: be fixed. I feel, I yeah, think they like should be. you know,
1: throughout the storyline, you get like a specific weapon or a specific piece of armor where it's like, okay, this is clearly your best weapon at the time. Like you are definitely this is going to be your workhorse for the next like couple hours. Sure, like that's fine, but you need to have random rolls on weapons, random rolls on armor, yada yada yada, to like you know to, to to keep that chase happening, to keep that grind happening. Like I, I think uh, Destiny Two vanilla when they when they got rid of random rolls was one of the, like the stupidest thing like yeah that's that dumb it's just a for, like it's just free grinding like you you're you disabling that it's just like it's so easy to just not disable that and be like yep there's random rolls on stuff it
0: felt like they were shooting themselves in the foot when they did that because it's like oh yeah. i thought the whole point of this game was to grind for gear and you took out a oh i've already gotten this it'll never get a better or worse one so what's the point exactly exactly yeah. okay so that's the loot type now let's move on to aside sort of like let's jump a little bit to the left and take a step to the right okay moving on pvp what what do you see in this sort of thing is does this game have a pvp element and how focused is it on it
1: i saw this on the list and i was i was torn about this Hmm. like in a perfect world i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say Yes, in a perfect world, as I said, but if this is going to take, like, this is going to take any sort of time away from development for, like, the, you know, the single player storyline, mm-hmm. the, um, you know, the live service multiplayer aspect, I'm going to say no. I'm just going to, th- I, like, I love Destiny 2's PvP, like, sometimes division PvP is pretty garbage, but I don't know. I feel like maybe. If there was going to be something, maybe have it like a Dark Zone. Like, that's the only PvP. I don't know. I really like the atmosphere of the Dark Zone. I don't know if that would work necessarily in our game, the way we've set it out. Maybe there's like a ruined-down piece of this kind of futuristic city that you can kind of like go into. And, you know, maybe it is a little bit of PvP, VE but uh, i don't know i i'm going to say probably i'm going to be i'm going to be okay with no because it, you have this issue where then you're like balancing like pvp versus pve it's like do you balance both at the same time do you balance one versus either uh one, one like either one do you are you able to like is pvp like a strictly like vanilla mode where you everybody goes in with the same weapons do you bring in your stuff to pvp right. i just feel like there's too many variables where i'm just like i don't know i feel like our game is just okay without pvp
0: I'm going to agree with you again on this, actually. Two times in one day. Fucking man. what's going on here? um I think, like, PvP needs to be a part of it. You need to have some kind of PvP element. But I feel it'll probably lean more towards the Warframe Division PvP, where it's there, and there's, it's, there's stuff to do. And maybe you would have specific rewards for doing it, kind of like Destiny does, where it's like, oh pvp is worth doing because you can get these weapons or this gear but i do feel and i feel it should be fairly stripped down kind of basically like a couple of competitive modes and maybe one PvPB. PvP, pvp 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 the one where you're fighting enemies but also occasionally other uh real humans but again i think i'm with you as well on that like it's not the focus of this and if if let's pretend we suddenly did get a budget i would not spend money on that except as i don't want to say an afterthought but it definitely would not be nearly as important as making sure the storyline and the end game grind works because when i play these games i don't know about you but i i definitely prefer the co-op part i like lo- i like in yes, division i love yes. playing with people and whether it's random or people i know uh but since no one Playing this Division 2 anymore. I'm all by myself. When it comes to friends in real life, I'm, I'm always joining groups in Division. I love it. There's nothing happier than being like, an agent is requesting back. I'm like, oh, I know I was just about to fight the boss battle that I've been getting third minutes to, but I gotta help this guy. Ooh, what are you doing? Ooh, checkpoints. Dope. So yeah, so PvP would be a part of this, but it would be a minor part, and it would just be a way to probably aim for some gear. And the funny thing is, is actually Destiny is really of the Schluters that I can think of. Destiny is the only game that has a heavy PvP focus. Like Division does not. I mean, there is a PvP community obviously in Dark Zone, but it's definitely like it doesn't feel like something the game is saying, "Hey, you well, should check PvP out. mode as well." Yeah, uh, Conflict, I think it's called. Yeah, again, I mean, yeah. I've never even touched it, and it, from what I understand, I mean, I'm sure there are people who play it and love it, and I do see videos about it, but. It, like Destiny is the only one... but, but the four shooters off the top of my head, like Destiny, Warframe, Outriders, and Division. Destiny's the only one that has like a... Okay, we're concentrating on PvP. Like, we have a department that deals with it, and we're trying to get this right. And I think actually one of the things that is shoots them in a foot with it is the whole fact that you have to balance weapons for two very, very distinct types of combat. PvE is very different from PvP. So, you know, it's like... I feel like... Uh, I don't know. Long story short, I'm agreeing with you. PvP, I think it'll be in there, and it'll be sort of a fun distraction, but it definitely won't be the main focus of the game.
1: I'm, I'm also okay. I, I, did mention earlier, I'm okay if it is kind of like vanilla, like where it's like, yeah. okay, every, you start off, everybody has the same battle rifle. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, maybe there's upgrades on the map you can pick up, um, weapon upgrades or whatever. Everybody has the same movement speed. Everybody has the same resilience. Maybe you can change your loadout a little bit, but it's like from a specific subset. It's not like everybody's running around mm-hmm. with a different build, with a different set of perks on their guns, different guns, whatever. So um, I think that oh, would sorry. just be, yeah, I just think that would just be insane to balance i don't know how destiny does it but anyway go on
0: no I, th- I think um my solution would be uh just building on what you just said is that so when you do pvp there are cl- pvp classes like you can be the healer class or the tank class or the sniper class or the just dps class and you can do slight little tweaks to them but you know every dps basically has the same thing but you might be like oh you know what my uh this does 5% more damage or, oh, you know, my reload is a little quicker here because I use this, but you're basically still using the same weapons as everyone else who is a uh, support, everyone else who is a tank or what have you sort of thing. So, like, uh, kind of like a Team Fortress 2 thing where there's different classes yeah, to yeah, choose. That's cool. that's cool, But you're just, but, you, but it's not like somebody coming in and is like, oh, you know what, I grown, grinded this game for six months and I got the crazy sniper rifle that does, like, a billion damage. Or, because God of, forbid, pay to win. Yeah, or pay to win. Yeah, no pay to win in this. Okay, so that's PvP. Basically, I think we're, like pvp it'll be in there and it'll be fun but it's I'm not gonna be it, super I'm, complicated yeah or anything. i'm fine yeah. if
1: it's not but like if that's gonna be like a selling point like if the higher-ups are like we gotta have pvp in this we'll get a team on it
0: oh yeah yeah like we'll put an effort into it and it'll be fun but i i definitely feel this game is major focus is on co-op and the single player so would, the co-op focus is kind of where it is so i mean i guess that takes care of actually according to my list pretty much the game and now we're on to more abstract concepts like expansions and roadmaps so what do you see is the ideal expansion and uh drop like for okay i'm gonna make a just a qualification or an explanation of what i mean expansion and dlc are two different things to me even though i guess technically they're the same dlc is like here's a little bit of like extra story and stuff thing but the world itself doesn't change much expansion is a Here's a big thing. Here's like, you know, we've added a whole new area. We've added like, you know, we've removed an old area if we're jerks like Destiny. Um, that sort of thing. So what do you think is the DLC and the expansion uh lifeline for this?
1: Oh um, I mean I'll, I'll, Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Um I'll try to be realistic here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This um, one we can be realistic about. I'm gonna say kind of like maybe like Vanilla game comes out, you know, baked in is like we talked about a little bit of replayability, you know, some modifiers are kind of like switching for the week. So it does keep you logging in every week, you know, different modifiers on the raid, different maybe modifiers on, you know. The strikes or whatever you know kind of like how destiny does so there is a bit of replayability and then you can kind of have like you know a bit of drip fed content maybe a little bit of a storyline kind of
0: drip fed i feel Uh, like occasional things like oh it's christmas time here's a christmas theme that not not necessarily that specifically but just like that sort of like oh for this week there's this little tiny event that happens
1: yeah yeah i mean even if it's like a storyline or it is like a seasonal activity sure yeah, yeah just kind of like little mini events that just kind of keep you logging in. Whatever you can have some like kind of like timed exclusive. I know that's kind of preying on FOMO, but it's like, hey man, we're trying to sell games here, we're trying to get you to log in. Yeah, yeah, and then you know maybe twice a year there is like a big kind of meaty expansion. Maybe not as big as like a Forsaken kind of thing, but maybe but like, a chunky DLC twice a year. Yeah, like kind of like uh the Warlords. What was the what was the division? Oh, uh, Warlords on- of New York. You know what? Warlords, actually, I would say yeah. Warlords
0: of New York was on the same level as uh a forsaken like because I, I i recently just uh started replaying through division two and i've completed it now and i'm back on my main character but i i i forgot how like warlords adds a fucking lot to the game like it's basically a whole map that's about a third the size of the original map it's i would say that's a very meaty expansion I, it's definitely on a forsaken level like a uh forsaken taking what is that take what was that expansion called uh forsaken no, no, sorry, Taken King. The one oh, with Oryx. Uh, I mean, Forsaken as well, I guess, as well. Forsaken was the one that brought the uh, Tangled Shorten stuff, Dreaming right? City, yeah. Dreaming yeah. City uh, was Last wish Raid, all that stuff. Yeah. Actually, you know what I would say? The Warlords is more like Taken King because it just introduced one area, like the Dreadnought and that. It didn't introduce, like, two gigantic new areas sort of thing. But, yeah, no, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I, I, th- I would think what it should be, actually, I'm going to follow the Destiny model on this. Every four months, there's a... Moderate DLC that adds a bunch of stuff like a new storyline, new missions, uh, maybe a new side mission or two with some new characters. But every year is the media expansion. Because I think if you, okay, now unfortunately I am going to like be more realistic than I have been so far in this game. If you try to make a huge giant expansion every six months, I feel like quality is going to suffer. I feel like you want to have, like, I think Destiny's got it right where once a year you buy your big expansion and then the Two or three times in the remain in the year till the next expansion, you have decent DLC drops. Things where it's like, hey, you know what? We've added like a little, uh, maybe not in a whole entire region, but we added like this island or something like that that you- now has shit going on on it, sort of thing. So, yeah, I agree with you. God, so much. This has been the most agreeable we've ever been on anything. I know we're very cordial today. Yes, you know it's it's been a while. Um. I'm just yeah. You know, you know, I I chalk it up to uh me playing a lot of Division Two lately, the friendliest game on earth. Okay, so we've talked about everything. Now, do we have a title for this game? Fuck man, I I I saw this. Fuck man, in- it is all right. Fuck man, season one uh, I- release. I- yeah no it's funny i had title of the game okay uh to to the listeners at home i have a list of pretty much all the topics here and like i have title of the game question mark and i'm getting over like yeah i don't think this is askable at this point like i mean i kind of feel like this is weirdly that's almost the the hardest thing to do in the entire list because it's like i I got it i got it i got it okay among us two i feel like i've heard the name Mm -hmm. among us before
1: yeah this is a sequel to the to the hit game we're, we're, we're oh we're, wow so, we're so piggybacking us, off this
0: the success oh uh, yeah love it. so among us two a fun little i don't want to call it a party game but like a social game about trying to killers becomes a schluter yep you know what I'm, I'm so among us two you heard it here first uh i'm actually following the we're announcing on it we're announcing
1: it here this is the announcement among us, among two us coming two. We're, we're being reasonable 2022
0: yeah, that's not. I mean, it early 2022. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's early, not early first quarter. We're not going to first quarter. you know what? That PvP Q2, Q2, stuff. Q2, Q2. Yeah, second quarter. I think if we push back to second quarter, we can get the PvP into a shape. We well, need a little polish on of, it. Important. Yeah, and yeah, you know, you want to take your time with that. So, like a year to make a video game this complicated. Yeah. That also, if about you know it. how to
1: make a video game, just shoot us a quick message.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, hit up a um, yeah, hit us up. Okay. So, and then the next question. Did we just create Destiny slash Division slash Borderlands? Uh, I'm going to say we didn't. I say. I feel
1: like a bit of like a hybrid of them. We
0: created like a Frankenstein's monster of it, for sure. Like, it's Ooh, definitely like. This guy we,
1: went Frankenstein's monster. It's actually Mary Shelley's monster, but go on.
0: Uh, Mary Shelley's monster? I'm star? fucking with you. Go on. I mean, I think both are appropriate. And since I am not trying to appeal to people who hang out in castles and write horror stories in the 1800s, 1700s? A while ago. Uh, I'm gonna call it Frankenstein's monster. I, I mean, I, you, were you just waiting for you to just call it Frankenstein? i like, ah! technically no i'm just being i'm just because <laughs> i would have done that con- to in i'm a just second. facetious oh no, i'd you hope know. so i'd hope you so no I'd, I'd fucking jump over that shit um but yeah i think what we did is we just created a game that is basically the best parts of destiny division and borderlands uh, though honestly i'm going to say right now we did not take a lot from borderlands like when i mentioned the schluters i didn't even think about borderlands I, it's funny i have the question here i kind of forgot about borderlands 3 and i've never played it so i can't really I mentioned it with uh, I
1: think the only time it was mentioned when I mentioned how they have like a million
0: rules. Yeah, on Yeah, I the think guys. that's the only time it came up. Uh, the the yeah because the four games I was thinking of are Warframe, Destiny Two, Division Two, and uh, Outriders. I know you haven't played Outriders or Warframe, so that might be a little unfair for you. But yeah, so uh, I think we created something that, if our vision was followed to the letter. Would be unique and interesting and different. And again, the, it's easy to just hypothesize again. Yeah. Like we, we, like we understand this. We understand this. We're well, this is fantasy world wish list. Well, I think what actually, and this is coming into the closing thoughts section. I think what's interesting is, is that we didn't really reinvent the wheel, though we kind of did it for most stuff. We were like, oh, we just tweaked things here and a bit there. But I'm gonna say the one bold thing that we have here that it keeps makes this game separate from other uh, shooters and a lot of other games i love the fact that our character isn't the chosen one he's just a guy girl trying to survive in, a guy in the world yeah and i i think that's a interesting person in the world i think that's very interesting i think that's the way to go with this kind of storyline so because then you feel more attached because i will say whenever i play like super powered mega person or whatever it's like yeah this is great and fun to play but i don't feel connected beyond oh this is the character i've worked on i don't feel like oh you know what i'm empathizing with this character's situation like i can put myself in the character's shoes and like like he's gonna have like a scene where you know just like, every all the shit's blowing up around him and instead of him being like all right time to activate mega powers like in the cuts he's like i gotta get the fuck out of here um yeah almost I, like a bruce willis and die hard or something you know what that's actually an excellent excellent uh metaphor yeah he's like that he's just like he's a nice guy who does do some superhero things but he's not but he's a fairly like ordinary dude overall though of course you would have crazy customization abilities in the looks like i'm talking jaw angle and uh lip protrusion and dick size uh, dick size and not just three separate sizes i want like
1: oh to then the, you want to, to play the conan. millimeter to the millimeter
0: conan the uh the conan online game lets see, you have the biggest or smallest dick you like Perfect. Perfect. hey man Perfect. you know what i mean it's kind of funny what i what i read about that i was like huh yeah, you know that's how I, I know they're doing it. It's like, yeah, guess what, dudey, woo! But I'm like, yeah, no, that kind of makes sense. If somebody wants a big a person, you know, i why not? Why not give them all the options they they want? Yeah. So overall, I think this has been a successful uh, little chat we've had. I feel in the future we should um, probably look at other, uh, try this again with other genres. But for now, Andrew, um, do you have any yeah. closing thoughts on this on this whole no, thing? No, I, I,
1: I think it was a lot of fun. I think yeah, doing yeah. a different genre, maybe like an open world game. I mean, this was. I guess kind of open world,
0: but yeah, I don't uh, know. It, it, it's, I still feel it was more like Destiny or where it's like... It's not it's an open little maybe that's sections, what we but Maybe yeah.
1: that's what we took from, from Borderlands. I feel like Borderlands is more of like an open world game than okay. Division. Uh, Division's pretty open world, actually, Didn't, now that I think about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you do go do story missions in confined spaces that other people can't join in, but for the most part, you can be... It's kind of weird. It's an open world game, but it's not when you're... Well I guess the question would be so in the open world parts of this game do you see other players going around like destiny or is it like division where you're in your own instance and then other people have to actively join you I guess would be the question there but I don't know Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think um, this has uh, been a fun little thing I- I'm glad you uh, we were able to get this uh, done yeah, Yes this yes
1: it was, All right. it, was, it, was a, it was a cordial enjoyable chat
0: It was, and we are, you can't see it, but across the internet, we're clinking tea mugs as we drink our tea. Mm, Delicious. I'm, I'm drinking water. Well, tea's just filthy water. Is tea soup... Ooh. Okay, we're at the hour 20 minute mark. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? Well, let's discuss this. okay, it's about 35 minutes. Okay, so you see Aristotle's cave or no, wait, it's Pluto's the, cave. The cave allegory. I don't know. Yeah, the cave allegory. Yeah. Like will an alligator eat a child if the trolley is going too fast and you have to kill five people? it's it's all right there and i'd like to thank you all for uh, you all being not you andrew i don't want to thank you again but i would like to thank our listeners for listening and this has been a podcast from the fine folks at mind refinery check us out on youtube or can i say us i am part of the team right like i yeah. know i wasn't a funny matter right. yes <laughs> thank you oh my god i've been accepted um and check out uh, your card is in the mail oh wonderful um they we at the mind refinery have a youtube channel that's worth checking out we're on instagram uh i'm on instagram personally as at sam underscore last name all spelled out no actual underscore character but just the words andrew is you
1: can find me on instagram and twitter at l-a-n-c-a it's e at at symbol obviously i don't know why i stipulated that Uh, clarity is important at E-L A E N C I A E. Uh, you can find me on those places also. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 where I
0: am. Alright. Well, thank you everybody for listening, and uh I hope you all have a lovely day doing whatever you do because you do it so well. Take care, everybody. Spec one of Glendorchia. the God damn it! <laughs> and that comes she said later you see in the next scene she's just like placing it on a, like a safe and it's plastic yeah it's C4 yeah 100% alright take care everybody have a good one relationship